gentlemen, it is another week and another episode of the Budo Brothers Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Eric. And today we are talking about weight classes and I'll explain it a little bit more. Imagine if you were in the featherweight division Mm -hmm. and you went and you fought somebody in the heavyweight division. Oh boy. Generally, in most cases, <laughs> it won't work out too well. That would be a bad decision. <laughs> but every now and then, the little scrappy guy gets in there mm-hmm. and punches above his weight class and knocks that person out in the heavier division. And that's the topic we wanted to discuss today is punching above your weight class. One thing that we've noticed, we've been to a lot of seminars in a lot of places Mm -hmm. with a lot of instructors. Oh, yeah. For whatever reason, when it comes to finding a relationship, most martial artists are punching above their weight class. It's true. They have babe wives. Yes. Yeah, boy. Good job. Yeah, like (laughs) you you look at them and like that person is way more attractive than you are and they're way nicer. (laughs) You you did it. You did it. (laughs) Could work. Punching above your weight. Yeah. There is benefits to punching above your weight. There is. Because punching above, by definition, you're voluntarily subjecting yourself to a statistical outcome that's not favorable. Mm -hmm. But just think about it. If you, this is actually why I I really like training jujitsu with you. Mm. You're way heavier than I am. Yeah. And you and I train pretty much privates now just because we're so busy we're training privately and so it's like you and i are training a lot together as training partners right you probably got what 40 pounds of me yeah i'd be multiple weight classes above you 40 pounds ish yeah would you say 30 40 ish whatever yeah you're you're above my weight class yes (laughs) like (laughs) i said 40 pounds yeah good a solid 40 pounds and but what's crazy is that i'm kind of getting used to it Mm-hmm. Not getting you like I'm not be like like oh, no I'll you're slam a, you 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 pick me Hulk up smash Dude, I'm so light like I'm I have hollow bones or something <laughs> but like you can literally I can be pretzled up in you and you'll just stand up like I don't have weight <laughs> and I'm like if this was concrete you could spike me into another dimension and it's <laughs> literally just physics right yes it's just physics mm-hmm. but I pounds. Pounds per square inch. The, there's math yeah. and and laws of physics that have momentum to do with things, right? Totally. But I've actually found, and I'm really excited to go train with someone Lighter of this, yeah, or, or my same wa- size, my same weight, yeah. Because I would actually, I think, because I'm so used to having 40 pounds of extra weight to try to control. Mm-hmm. What is it going to be like if I'm one on one, like in a training in a private situation where it's like, you know, I've got a partner who's my same. Because literally, for the last like six months, it's just been you and I training. And isn't that the best situation in martial arts? Yes, it sucks for the ego. Yes, it sucks for uh, like losing all the time. But if I was getting ready for a fight and I knew that my opponent was in my weight class, my division, and everything was equal about like the fight because it's regulated. I would want to train with somebody who's bigger, stronger, faster, better, and just Mm -hmm. like a savage, right? Yes. Because you're going to close the distance on the gap 
of the skill set or of the difference where they're going to be hitting harder. You're going to figure out a solution to that. And guess what? You're slugging it out with this guy and you get into the ring with somebody 40 pounds lighter than them. Of course, it's going to feel like nothing. Mm -hmm. So practicing and grinding your teeth above your weight class leads to success. Growth. When, when you are in the game, in your space, in your field of work, like it just, it's massive. Elevates it. And I was actually got brought back to a, a time where I started thinking about how we're so, we get used to, as humans, we get used to things. You know, we get, we get used to training the same with the same partner. You get used to, tr to doing certain things. You get even just on a physical level, you get used to hot, you get used to cold water. You get used to like, it's not as case in point, uh, years and years ago, I, I remember I went out, I was in Mexico and I was snorkeling and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. But I remember getting into when you first got into the ocean, it's like, Oh God, it's cold. Oh, it's cold. And then you're getting into the, and then you all of a sudden you're swimming way out, way out into the deeper ocean, which is much colder, but that gradient is quite gradual. Mm -hmm. So after you're done and you're like, you're used to that colder water and you're like, well, you know, I've been, looking at turtles for a while now i'm better get it back See, at her that's a craziness like my family's from the caribbean and you don't go past your waist in the ocean. <laughs> no, nope. no. Not go, like, no fly zone okay, come back get back out <laughs> like the, the, nope never nope. past the waist <laughs> okay like i think it's just tourists that, uh, that we were these touristy yeah i got i'm a tourist but my family's from there so like what are you doing you're past your waist like, stay you, away no so when you come when i was swimming back in the exact same water that was <gasps> chilly was all of a sudden a hot tub mm. because I was used to the colder water out in the deep. As I was swimming back to the shore, the sun hitting the sand and heating up the water straight up. It felt like a hot tub, but it, the water temperature didn't change. Mm. The, it didn't change. It's, it felt like a hot tub. But it felt like a hot tub comparison to the deep ocean. And so that's what's interesting about training above your weight class. If you get used to punching above your weight, the normal stuff's easy. The reverse is also true. You get used to things being so easy, you actually atrophy. Like Yes. Even too, if you have like a cushy job, everything's great, paid this, expense account dinners, whatever, and you lose that job and you're forced to go back and like get something else. That differentiator is hard because mm -hmm. you're now not having these comforts and luxuries that you're now used to. Right. You have to get used to yes. not having those things. And you know what's so crazy? The hell hole that that fictitious individual would be in would be another person from somewhere else would be luxury yes his hellhole would be someone else's dream right and it's the same that's what's so crazy is that it's actually the such it's all perspective yeah and cutting your teeth in the right place and formulating the the right mindset i i think attachment is a, a scary thing attaching to anything too much is scary because it can always be taken from you yeah, it becomes a liability. Yeah. Just and just like in martial arts too. You'll fully commit to something, you're open. Mm -hmm. 
you don't let go of that armbar. You want that armbar. I want that armbar. I want that armbar. Somebody takes you back. Yeah. Right. And that's just. It's life. Yeah. It's so interesting how the same threads are sewn throughout everything. Yeah. I noticed it in engineering. I went to, I I did a degree in mechanical engineering and my mind got blown, literally blown when the same equations that define motion show up in electricity. What? Hmm. Physical motion has the same equations in electricity, which have the same equations in chemistry, which have the same, like what the? It's this common thread that pervades everything. The secrets of the universe. It's like it's it's wild, it's, and it's never changed. And it's, it's all the same. All we do is just r- figure out different ways to tell it. It just is literally the same story on repeat. Serve other people. Don't get attached to physical things. Mm-hmm. Like respect. Like like all of these things. That's why I love ancient wisdom. Ancient wisdom is one of my favorite genres. Yeah. Like the Tao Te Ching, the, the all, going back into these scriptures, the book, literally the Tao Te Ching is like the ancient book of wisdom. You know, right. like, like this is four, five, that 3000 year old tales. Right. And listening to, listening to the, the Stoics, mm-hmm. listening to Marcus Aurelius, Marcus Aurelius, like back in ancient listening to his stuff you're like oh my god this is like so applicable today right. and it's 4000 years ago you know like, yes yeah stoicism stoicism ancient wisdom man there's so there's so many nuggets in the ancient teachings whether it be religious whether it, you know there's so much value in the old that we are so caught up in the new that we forget that. They even said since the beginning of time, always keep gold and land. Like that hasn't changed. <laughs> no, no. Like you know, yeah. yeah. Those things are very important to have. Like mm-hmm. it, they could have said, always have a donkey. Like you know, but like you know, like hard wisdom, assets. Wisdom gets yes. passed, but like there's there's truth. The same story, like. You can always look at a younger person and be like, just wait. Just wait a few years. <laughs> Something's you, coming. You can see the <laughs> yeah. rhythm yes. of life. Because of your ex- you yes. experience that you can yes. see the rhythm. You're like, that 20-year-old's full of piss and vinegar. Mm. He's about to get corrected. Just wait. Yeah, yeah. just wait. And I wish I had, and again, this you can't expect yourself to have the mindset that you have in your form, like in your later years when you were younger. Mm-hmm. But I do wish I saw the value more in learning from elders, learning from, and I mean, we've, we've always had that, but I wish I had the same vivacious appetite where I'm a sponge now. I literally, we both, how many audiobooks do we crush a week? You know, like when our dead time is filled with, learning and absorbing and we're we're listening to audiobooks when we're driving we're mm. we're constantly trying to learn from those that have gone before and i wish when i was younger that i had more of that because 
How many times, like when you, when you were saying that, you're like, oh, this 20 year old, you, you know, I wish I had an open mind when I was 20 to be like, yo, what am I about to, what am I missing here? Cause like, I feel like I got it all figured out <laughs> you know, you know, totally. cause you do, you think you have, you're 18. You like, Psh, I'm an adult now. I've got life figured out. <laughs> and it's all in patterns. A year follows the same yes. pattern. A decade probably follows the same pattern yes. in humans. Yes. But let's say a decade. So a year follows the same pattern. Every New Year's. Da, 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 Cycles. Da, 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 da. Your day follows a pattern. Patterns down, inside patterns. Down to like your breath. It's the same pattern nonstop. It's pattern that creates a pattern that creates a pattern that creates a pattern. And it just expands. When you get control of the pattern and you're able to predict it you optimize it you Huge. become better at it like professionals at sports recognize the pattern they know how the players are going to move they know how to flick the wrist to get the shot martial artists can time people they can mm -hmm. see the punch coming business mm -hmm. professionals see the cycles of yes of business it's observing it's observing patterns and one of the coolest things that i've observed is when it comes to human life you know the saying mind, body, spirit. and spirit? Yeah. When you come out, your first like big loop as a human is just learning your body. Learning how it moves. Like you jack when you walk. <laughs> and you have to master the physical. Like what does what does pain feel mm -hmm. like? What mm -hmm. does falling yeah. but you and you, you you could see when a person's in that cycle and they try to do that. And all of a sudden you develop that. And the next big cycle that I see with people then is your mind develops, right? You go from this like self-absorbed teenage kid where everything revolves around you and you start thinking about this mm -hmm. and career and what is this and politics and all these cerebral yeah, things. Yeah, right, right. And then finally... So you have body, you have mind, you've learned everything you need to know. I don't need to learn anything else. I'm stuck in my ways. I want to figure out how to connect more. What is the purpose of all this? Like, what is the meaning of life? Like spiritually, people start getting closer to higher powers. And if you see those three cycles, it they're so indicative in a human's life. And it, it allows you to to help people at certain levels. Like, you know, when you're helping a young kid, you're not going to be like really all these things and like trying to go overboard. They're just trying to learn and yeah, laugh yeah. and play and where they're fun. at. And then you coaching somebody in their like 20s to, to 50s or whatever the next cycle is. You're You're more trying to teach them how to survive on their own, think about themselves and, and then... I don't even know how you teach the next phase because I, I don't. It's, it's individual. Like you're, mm -hmm. you're, you start to want to understand. You want, you start to bring meaning to everything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden things start becoming more interesting. You start, your mind starts expanding. You know, you start. How much more important have family and relationships got to you the more time you spend on this yeah, planet? Yeah, exactly. More and more. Yeah. You realize that a lot of the shit that you thought was important is no longer important. Mm-hmm. You know, showing off this, that, and, and you're like, what, for what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. 
And so it's really cool. I, I really like that progression though. Mind, body, spirit. And it's like you're right. Body, body, spirit, mind, mind spirit. Yeah. Yes. So you're a case in point. When we teach kids class, yeah. we're mainly teaching body. But we sprinkle in some some spirit and some mind, yeah. right? But it's it's literally, and that's the beauty of youth martial arts, is you're using this as a venue to understand how to move your body and how to how to build those connections, mm-hmm. which is so foundational in especially in the way that you've described it, which I love, by the way. There's also too when you see a block in one of the pathways, like. Let's say you weren't really gifted physically, right? You stumble around all the time or maybe you have some movement issues or maybe there's severe pain or you, you're you not able to move the way most average people move. You start developing the other realms even more, mm-hmm. the mental realm mm-hmm. and the spiritual realm because they're games that you could play and you'll start it sooner so you get farther ahead in those other spaces. Mm. Like you you the obstacle is the, the way, way. always Man. always goes back to that and it's so wild too because i've heard and again this is just anecdotally i mean when someone loses a sense the other senses become heightened and think mm-hmm. about it let's say you you had vision and heaven forbid you got into an accident whatever happened you're now blind yeah now Sight is one. Sight was one of the primary inputs to this existence. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, like the animal kingdom. Smell, right? In the animal kingdom, smell is so. It tells it tells way more story. They can learn so much around smell and scent. Depends than the animal than vision. Hawk, sure, vision. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. But for the for a lot of the animal kingdom, it's it's scent, yes, smell, and and things that Snakes we as, smell with their tongue, exactly. Right? And and so when uh when let's say you lose your vision, I've I've and again I've only heard, heard this, but your other senses get heightened, which would make total sense. Joshua the Jedi. Yes, yes, exactly. Right. Yes, we trained with the gentleman in Joshua the, the Jedi in Vegas. He was blind, and he was doing every single drill that everybody else was doing because he figured out a way to adapt to the the way that he received stimulus and able to do everything exactly like everybody mm. else so think of his heightened sense of feel yes his heightened sense of audible yeah and the the ability cuz now one of your primary senses is shut off and the brain still needs information. It needs the same amount of information to process the world. Mm-hmm. But now, instead of five senses, you have four. Well, those four better catch up to make up for the fifth. And so that right there is exactly why punching above your weight class is important. Because you are now not able to rely on your body weight and your power you have to rely on your skill and your skill has to get better. Your movement has to get better. Your timing, your dis. So it is like taking away. Mm, yes. A sense forcing the other ones to get better, to get better. And then all of a sudden going back to uh, like where you, where you are in a situation mm-hmm. where you have that, 
you are now a superhero. What a hack. Yeah. What a hack. Voluntarily put yourself in the fire, right? Harden the steel. Yeah. And that can be painful. Mm-hmm. But And that's the irony. The irony of, what do you mean? I have to subject myself to challenge in order to get stronger. Like, like you want, we want the warm blanket. We want the, sn- the, the, the sleeping in and the easy life. I'm convinced Superman is a loser. <laughs> okay, tell me more. Probably if Superman went back to his planet, he'd be living on Earth the whole time, <laughs> atrophying, turning into a giant wuss, then going back, to, going back to where he came from. He'd be like the little. Oh, oh he'd be soft. Look at Superman. He's such a wuss. <laughs> Hung out with can't those even burn sh- through the planet. <laughs> Hung out with those humans too long. Yeah, he's so actually like he's such a loser. Budo Brothers challenge. Budo Brothers challenge is to go out there and punch above your weight class. Yeah. Challenge. Put yourself in a situation where the likelihood of being successful is very low. Yeah. And entertain that because we were talking earlier about situations are always the same it's your choice of how you respond to that situation put choose to be in the situation that's hard Mm -hmm. it will change your mindset and it will force you to improve and grow in such a powerful way love that so much gold in that Mm -hmm. thank you and thank you for tuning in i hope you've gotten value out of these discussions because That's why we do this. Absolutely. Until next week. See you then.